Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. In studio today, Deli, Jeremy, thanks for joining. Glad to be here. Yeah, Glad man. to see you guys after a yeah. couple days away. I know. No, I don't think any of us were here uh, this past yeah. weekend. If you were at <laughs> church on Sunday, hope it was good. None yeah. of us were there. <laughs> But we're here now. Yeah, we and, did miss it though. We did. And miss you're it. you're here with us. So thanks for joining. Mm-hmm. We are working through uh, the book of Acts. So this week, um, seventeen through twenty one. No, 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 seventeen through twenty one. Right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we're on nineteen. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about nineteen. Paul in Ephesus. Uh, I was uh, I'd listened to it a few different times in the last couple of weeks, and I was listening to it this morning as well. And I just thought, man, there's a lot of stuff in here. Mm-hmm. There is, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And it's a lot of, to me, it was a lot of things that are like scratching your head out a little bit. <laughs> you know, like, hmm. That seems significant. Yeah, that you know, seems like, pretty significant. Yeah, it seems significant. And I don't know if I well, have what, context. What, what was hitting you? Well, no, I mean, uh, I'm just thinking about um, at the beginning, uh, you know, they've, Apollos. Uh, so I'm, I'm was, I read 18 again right before this because it kind of leads up to it. You know, like Priscilla and Aquila were left kind of here in Ephesus. Paul kind of left, and then uh, they kind of come back to how Apollos, you know, was the, uh, Priscilla and Aquila came ac- across Apollos and was like, you know, said spoke more clearly what the gospel was, and you know he was preaching, and and then and then they come across. It says Apollos was in Corinth. Right in the first verse, Paul took the road. Uh, through the interior and arrived in Ephesus and they found uh, some disciples and asked them. So I, I just, I was thinking about that. I was like, disciples, you know, like, is this disciples? Because sometimes they're like disciples of John, you know, or is this disciples of Jesus? You know, like um, they do talk about like, well, I received John's baptism, but um, they didn't know anything about Jesus. They didn't know anything about Jesus. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about, I'm just, you know, I'm contemplating in my head, like, what is it that, um, what were they practicing if they were disciples, you know, and they didn't know Jesus, but yet John's baptism was repentance for somebody that was coming greater than him. And John was long gone. Yeah, and John was long gone. Yeah, years and decade, over a decade at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just, I'm thinking about what does, what does all this mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so when, when you have a chapter 18, when you have Aquila and Priscilla uh, meeting Apollos, and I've read the, uh the curriculum vitae on Apollos, man, dude, I, I'm like, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope someone would say that about me. Yeah. <laughs> this powerful speaker and, you know, learn it and the whole deal. Mm-hmm. When you read that story, do you, do you find encouragement in being the Aquila and Priscilla or do you find encouragement in, I could be the Apollos? Mm. Yeah. I, when I read, when I read it, I found the value in the Apollos, the personality and the character and the charisma of, of people who do that and definitely did not feel like that was me. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, I mean in the, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is the, the fact that you're doing a work for the Lord, mm-hmm. you've, you've dedicated your life to it, which mm-hmm. basically all three of us have done that, mm-hmm. dedicated your life to it. And then somebody shows up and explains all of that way more accurate, better, yeah. better to you. Yeah, and it's not like you're some slough, slouch, other side of the world. Like, you know, you're 
you're packing out arenas, you know, people yeah. were here in Apollos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was, he was excellent. And in fact, later on, uh, things will, Brian was talking about it this Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, things, groups will rise up and start comparing Paul to Apollos. Because mm -hmm. Apollos was such an excellent orator. Yeah, right. yeah. And Paul probably wasn't Apollos level mm -hmm. oratory, you know, yeah. uh, as far as delivery, it seems like, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When you're, you know, do you read that story and think, man, someone could come up to me next month and uh, laity, we'd call them, right? Ministry and laity, <laughs> right? So, laity come up to me next month from somewhere and and educate me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and and show me things that I that I didn't know. So is that a part that you see? Or is it, uh, you know, we can have a walk with God and help the greatest of the great mm -hmm. just coming alongside and, hey, I just uh, wanted to tweak a couple things that you had. Yeah, yeah. Do you see yourself in either one of those? Oh, I've, I've seen myself having confidence in something I found out was not right too many times in my life <laughs> to not... Yeah. To not ever hope, to not ever stop hoping that happens. Mm -hmm. yeah. That yeah. somebody show me a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, this is what I know, and this is what I think I know, and this is why I think I know it. But every, it's all, whether it's in, at work and it's technical things or in spiritual things, I'm hungry for showing me, you know, showing me a more excellent way to understand mm -hmm. this. And, um, and experience life in the context of this. Usually it's a difficulty that you're having mm -hmm. and open my eyes so I can see the better way yeah, to do more that. Clearer. Yeah. yeah, and, more clearly, yeah. and whether that's been mm -hmm. grace applied to myself, um, confusion about creation. I remember my first friend that I grew up going to public school and public university and the first person that introduced me to the the logic and the scientific explanations of a biblical creation story well i I'd, I'd never heard that mm -hmm. and then and then to see that unfold and that continue to be so all those things have been a blessing to me that to where i would have been arrogant in them yeah in my wrongness at one point in my mm -hmm. life and i hope to try to be always open to learn mm -hmm. from whomever I can. Yeah, I mean, the, the word disciple, I mean, I don't know what it truly means, but to me it means like a lifelong learner. Like mm -hmm. you're a lifelong learner of his way, <laughs> you know, and um, and being open to that. Kind of like you said, this this humbleness of like, listen, I, I've gotten things wrong in my past, <laughs> and who says that I'm not going to possibly have things wrong now that I'm telling you, and maybe in the future, <laughs> And, and being open to receive that guidance and that direction and other people's wisdom and other people's uh, perspectives, mm -hmm. you know, like that's, uh, I don't know, that's just the, the, the right way, I feel like, <laughs> anyway. But. Yeah, some, I think many people can feel challenged by that. Mm, yeah. Um, or, because or our, pride, the, our pride can get in the way. Well, pride sure. yeah. and also um, like a disloyalty to the historic Christian faith or something that they were taught or held on to or mm -hmm. someone that taught them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, feel a dis a disloyalty to that, mm-hmm. and, and nobody wants to be wrong. No. Uh, now the people in uh, Athens, I guess, or Ephesus, I don't know what you all the cities, right? That we're <laughs> reading about, right? Uh, they continually just spent day and night just hearing some new thing, right? Yeah. So that doesn't feel like this. That yeah. feels like just like a pop culture, like you know, tickle my ears, give me something different, give me something new. But I've, I've, I want to remain teachable. I'm glad to hear you guys, mm-hmm. you guys say that. I, I want to be in a space where I am teachable. Now I'm doing what I think is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I didn't think it was right, I hope I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've often postured myself, and I use uh, a Muslim for example, um, and I said, if I'm Delhi, if you're a Muslim, mm-hmm. and I'm a Christian. And this is a statement about me and my desire to be open to learning. But the statement that I give to myself is, I'm not going to tell you about Jesus unless I'm willing to convert to Islam at the end of our conversation. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit extreme, I guess. Uh-huh. But it's the And posture. I do believe it's Jesus <laughs> is the way. Mm-hmm. But I'm asking you to do that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And all the things that it costs you. And so I want to at least be kind enough and to be willing to step on that same spot, yeah, right? Yep. And then, and then, just in general, just the openness of, mm-hmm. you know, Lord, reveal your truth to me, right? The Holy Spirit is called Comforter and mm-hmm. Courage and Boldness and all, and and a spirit of truth, mm-hmm. because in those that conversa- will lead you into all truth, right? Because yeah, yeah. in those conversations of of learning. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, you need to experience the comforter yeah. as you realize the the untruths that have been set up in your own heart and mind come down. Yeah, then you're as you encounter the truth that can be incredibly difficult. Oh, yeah, you know. So as you're like, okay, I've had several interactions in my life based on this truth that I now mm. see is not true, mm. and if you're a if you're a teacher and all of a sudden you've been teaching something that you have a different perspective on, then there's, don't let many of you become teachers. You're, you're for the, <laughs> the stricter <laughs> judgment, right? That, that. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's been my own, like uh, how many, how many students have I misled mm, with yeah. that, yeah. with that attitude that I've, I've carried mm. and, and then the, the gr- for me, it's been grief over that mm. of, I wish I could re-teach. Go back. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, who who? Oh, I was I was just gonna say that uh, just along that same line, thinking about a, the the transformative aspect of that too, where you're like, man, I was I was a little off, and it, mm-hmm. now it's I'm feeling I'm just feeling this transformed uh, even closer, where like I was so solid in what I was thinking. And maybe that challenge is coming at me, and now I'm like, well, wow, I, that was a little. I feel like your story you've said before is like, wow, okay, that seems a little off, and now now things are changing me and and reshaping, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. I, there's a book called um, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, and uh, the guy who wrote, he was a young guy who wrote the book, and he passed, and, but his his whole story was talking about how he went to, he was a Muslim, practiced Islam. Uh, super zealous for it, and then he went to college, and his roommate was a, a 
a Christian, same state that he was, and they would come together with multiple people with different backgrounds, and just they had to be open to each other, mm-hmm. had to be open to each other's uh, story and religion, and challenging the questions, and really like pushing into what they what they believed, yeah. you know. And that's, uh, I mean, the fact that this guy again, not saying that, you know, it's just. That's the way his life ended up is what, it, what I'm saying is that he uh, challenged those things and found Jesus in the, in the midst of it. Um, but also, I'm sure the other the other guy, I forget his friend's name, but even solidifying some of the things or maybe even like, wow, I didn't think about that. Or maybe I can't even explain that to you. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I was just thinking about that book a little bit. Well, as I'm considering the passages we've been reading, mm-hmm. there are quite a few that are lining up here that set a little bit of a precedent of, you know, we, we didn't really have that right. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Acts 15, the Jerusalem council gets together yeah. mm-hmm. to discuss the question of what do we do with the Gentiles? Mm-hmm. Have they been sent as they've been sending guys to make their lives more difficult yeah. out to the other, <laughs> to the new Christians. Right. right. And, and James makes yeah. a statement at the end. It seems good to us in the Holy spirit to just do these things. Yeah. Yeah. They are, Peter's standing up and he goes, hey, guys, God filled them with the Holy Spirit the same way he filled us. And I was there both times, Mm -hmm. right? So I think it's interesting that they're looking at that and they're like, you know what? We had this wrong because they did have it wrong. They thought it was a Jew only Mm -hmm. deal. And they just and then when you read back on it, you're like, oh, right. God did tell Abraham that through his seed, every family on yeah. earth would be blessed. Not every Jewish family, yeah, but yeah. that's how we read it apparently, yeah, yeah. but every mm-hmm. family. And they go, yeah. oh, now I see it. So that's 15. Mm-hmm. 18, you've got Apollos. And all they do is go up to him and say, hey, man, let's just explain yeah. it a bit more perfectly to you. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know, like, well, you got it wrong, ding dong. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. idiot. And you call yourself a dog, mm-hmm. but you're, you know, none of that. Yeah. None of that, just added. Mm-hmm. And in 19, Paul comes up, yeah. and, and this is something Brian mentioned Sunday, just added to the conversation. Yeah. It wasn't like, wow, you guys are, whoa, <laughs> what a, a mess. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, have you received the Holy Spirit when you believed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the yeah. Holy Spirit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How have you guys heard that before? Because when I... Um, when I uh, read that, I um, it challenges it challenges my Holy Spirit theology. It challenges mm-hmm. some Holy Spirit theology for me. So um, when I see that, it's like, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Some translations, or mm-hmm. when you believed? Mm-hmm. Which I I do believe that at faith He makes us innocent and righteous, and I do believe that. Um, his spirit at some level comes to us. Mm-hmm. And then I read this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it says, you know, his, his kickoff question was, Hey guys, have you received the Holy spirit when or since you believed? Mm-hmm. So if it's like an automatic deal, then that's a dumb question mm-hmm. or even there, or an unnecessary question. Yeah. Or even there's yeah. a, a, almost like Paul, not a visual aspect of it, but he's like noticing, he's like, I don't really because this prompt, this was prompted by something like this question to me is prompted by something like about these guys <laughs> yep. that were disciples, right? Like, well, so in yeah. eight, right in eight, it says in Acts chapter eight, um, 
Philip was in Samaria and all the people, great revival and miracles and all kinds of things. And um, it said that they believed and were baptized. But the Holy Spirit hadn't fallen on any of them yet. And so they specifically sent Peter and John down there Mm -hmm. to lay hands on them, which they did. And Paul actually lays hands on people here as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find it it interesting. Now, I I used to think the book of Acts was prescriptive, Mm -hmm. meaning it told you how it had to be. Where I have landed the plane Mm -hmm. quite a few years ago now is it is more descriptive. Like these are things that can happen. Let's right. super, yeah, the super requirement important. of them, yeah. maybe, maybe which not. is the preface of the, of the book. Yeah, right. That's how. That's how Luke. This is what, what happened. What happened I want to write down what happened. Yeah. But descriptive. Yeah, I'm going to describe Rather to you than, what happened. Right? Now I am telling you yeah, these are the new precedents. Yeah, not this how is it, what you need how to it do. Must, this is how it must. Well, how happen. it must happen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so and yet Paul shows up for them, and uh, I mean I I get it somehow in that the Jews had to do it. The Gentiles had to do it. The Samaritan believers; those were basically the three races, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not all, not all the race, ethnicity stuff we have today. I mean, it was Jew, Gentile, Samaritan, yeah. and so all three of them having this demonstrative. Outpouring. Unless you were a Gentile, and then there were probably all the different. Well, I guess everywhere yeah, else, yeah, right? But yeah. from but the if you're, Jewish, from, from a the Jewish, Jewish perspective, context, you're either one of us, you're not one of us, or you're half away one yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah, and so I've often wondered if this. The demonstration of Acts chapter 2, right, where they spoke in languages and people heard them, all that. And Acts 10, big deal because it was Gentiles. I mean, something big had to happen there, mm-hmm. right? It couldn't have been a, well, praise the Lord, brother. I mean, you know, that yeah. for the Gentiles had to be just big. And then for the Samaritans, we don't know what happened, but it was big enough that Simon wanted to pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting, too. That's intriguing. And then, but the 19 is this like this one-off. <laughs> it's not Gentile, Jew, Samaritan, right? It's just a bunch of guys that were believers. And he leads with, have you received the Holy Spirit? And then, uh, no. And then, well, well, how are you baptized? And John's. And, mm. and he's like, oh. Right? Like, he, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, let me show you something. Yeah, like a, <laughs> yeah. the detective. He, I've solved the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> and then for him to lay hands on them and uh, they receive the Holy Spirit, I think it's very interesting. Uh, it even said they spoke in tongues and prophesied, but there were only 12 of them. Kind of different from Acts 2. I mean, there, yeah. were, there were cultures in Jerusalem for the festival, right, mm-hmm. of Pentecost, mm-hmm. which I get, totally get, right? People's, t- this weekend I was in Philly, and I sat on a park bench uh, on Sunday afternoon getting ready to go to the airport, and we were just waiting, killing some time downtown, beautiful day. People passed me. I called them and I said, people are passing me, and I don't even recognize the language they're speaking. I mean, sometimes I could hear Spanish or something like that, and, and maybe I thought it was Chinese, which I don't know if I would be able to discern Asian dialects. But mm. anyway, mm. I was, it just kept going back and forth. So when you're in a cosmopolitan, multicultural festival, conference, things like that, I totally get it. Mm. Here it's kind of interesting to me. It's kind of interesting. Like they spoke in tongues and prophesied. To who? Yeah. <laughs> like was, <laughs> and why? Right. Yeah. It was just them. Yeah. And, and mm. even and, and what, the, what the prophecies are. So – the joke, I guess, it's true, tongue in, tongue in cheek, truth in jest, you know, where I'm like, man, whoever edited the Bible, that, that brother needs fire. Like, <laughs> like you Could left you, out, dude, you, you left, left out a lot. Details. You left out a Come lot on, of man. details, yeah. man. Like, give us the why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke was just like, here's what happened. Well, you could have helped us with the why it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I find that uh, just a, a lovely story to ponder. And what mm-hmm. it, it doesn't frustrate me. 
uh, which I'm sure it could frustrate some yeah. given, oh, yeah. given your theology, but it, it just, it kind of encourages me. I'm like, like there's this seeking, growing, filling thing. Mm. Well, as we try that to can be missed, right? That could <laughs> be, be, that missed, could yeah. be missed yeah. and probably not a deal breaker. No, but maybe, but, but it's about a beautiful thing to, but it's, but it's yeah. noticeable. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I say. Yeah. As we try to reproduce one, we're trying to reproduce a faith in Jesus and others. And we're trying to grow our faith. And often we do that by trying to reproduce someone else's faith by reproducing the expression of their faith. The experience. Our, yeah, the yeah. experience mm-hmm. and expression yeah. of their faith in my life or my faith in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened. What can happen here. We're like, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened. I want to reproduce this outcome by reproducing the events that led up to it. And I, I think that's one of the thankful, or you've said this plenty of times, thankfulness that Jesus's miraculous actions weren't, weren't the same <laughs> weren't every the same, time. Yeah. I mean, even mm-hmm. the, uh, of course there's the, the, the healing of blindness that it happened in all different ways, but sometimes forgive your sins and then get up and get up. Sometimes it's like, get up. Do you want, Oh, you want to be, and your sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the lepers, he touched them. Sometimes they, they just happened as they were going. Mean, so he didn't ever do it the same. He didn't reproduce. Mm-hmm. The, the outcome was a new life and a new life in him. Mm-hmm. But the steps along that journey seemed so to be as unique as the people mm-hmm. he interacted with. Well, a few weeks ago, I thought it was fun when Tina was here and she was bringing up this fresh reading, you know, mm-hmm. and she said so. The order is, <laughs> right, you're baptized, and then you get the Holy Spirit, right? That's the order, right? And we were on nine. <laughs> and I said, well, hang in there, because tomorrow <laughs> you'll read 10, where you're baptized, uh, or you get the Holy Ghost first, and yeah. then you're baptized, mm-hmm. right? That kind of thing. Uh, so I, I don't know if everybody has the bandwidth to be able to shoulder the tension that comes with multiple pathways to recovery, is what we would say in yeah. the addiction community, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, old salty AA sponsors mm-hmm. will get chided, mm-hmm. frankly, and they're like, hey, everybody doesn't have to come to recovery the way you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so this like revolutionary ideology of, and that's what they say, many pathways to recovery. Mm-hmm. You're journeying with them, you're walking with them, but letting them find their pathway. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that, can, that can feel... Uh, uncomfortable, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I grew up in the narrow is the you know gay <laughs> difficult is the, the way. Yeah, you know. So that's like whatever reason I heard that narrow as the gate, straight the way, whatever. Yeah, difficult the way that leads to life. You know. So I heard that as there is only one narrow difficult way. Mm. Right, like it's a single file line. Yeah, like it's a single file line. <laughs> and it may be a single, it may be a one person wide line. Yeah, but, Jesus. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> there may be an infinite number of ways up that mountain to that gate that is Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, you They're know, all very growing up, I didn't, I, did, I didn't yeah. ever think of, I didn't really consider mm-hmm. that my difficult path is unrecognizable from your path. So when the scripture path. says, the Lord has given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee bow, heaven, earth, under the earth, every tongue confess Jesus is Lord, right? Yeah. Uh, if that's true, then there is a, it's one person wide, 
and it's Jesus, everybody is going to confess at some point right. his lordship, if, that, if we're reading that the correct way, which also means they are coming at it from every path possible. Yeah. Right? And that's a, another wonderful thing. Uh, years ago, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine, a sailor. We were buddies. And he, was, he identified as an American Buddhist. And so we had great conversations. He had a little Pentecostal stuff in his life, too. And so we had that little connection. And, and we were chatting about different things. And I remember sitting at a diner with him eating. And it's probably the first time it came out. And I'm like, bro, you can call him the great white wolf. He can be a tree for you. Mm. Like, none of that matters to me. I'm just saying <laughs> that that path is ultimately... If this thing is right, that scripture is right, is ultimately going to lead you to Jesus. And if you're a child in North Korea, you're a 12-year-old this morning in North Korea, right? Or you're my son, Chip, different paths, Mm -hmm. but the Spirit of the Lord working, drawing, and how broad it, I don't know, it just has to, how how can it not be broad Mm -hmm. with all that expanse of people, culture, Mm -hmm. for the Lord to for the Holy Spirit to just draw, right, and work. And so that's one of the things that when I talk about uh, giving space and guarding the space, and then I say I'm not a defender of the faith, I mean, I think I can, I think I can, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested in so much in defending the faith as I am defending the space. Mm-hmm. And that's not just a big old room where everybody's feeling good, mm-hmm. everybody's welcome. It's not even that. I hope we have that. Mm-hmm. But I want a space where the Holy Spirit is in that space. Mm-hmm. And so if you walk in that space, it's not you with just me mm-hmm. or us. Right? You have just walked into a space that has been protected mm-hmm. for you to connect to the Holy Spirit. And then whatever life change the Holy Spirit makes is, is the life change, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, you... Uh end up with the seven sons of Sceva <laughs> experience where I'm not interested in connecting to oh. Jesus, the author and perfecter oh, that's, of that's faith. A, dude, that was a beautiful segue. <laughs> but but <laughs> I'm interested in connecting to the lifestyle associated with yeah. what I believe Man, is Man, that's faith. true. Right. And, and so I think sometimes that is what you come into a community where people love each other and share what they have and, and share everything they have. And I mean, just the Acts community that we try to you know, that we kind of hungry, hunger for that. I know if I need something, I can call either one of you two and whatever, whatever resource you have is my resource. Mm -hmm. And, and people are hungry for that. And that can be enough motivation to, to do a lot of things, Mm -hmm. you know, to have that kind of community and connection and value. But for me, and I think for you guys, it's this direct connection to Jesus Christ, crucified, resurrected, ascended back to the Father, sent the Holy Spirit. All of that is, yep. is, is accessible to me, and that is what it is. And everything else comes, everything else that is good comes as a result of that connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you get that out of order, you end up... I ask myself sometimes, I think of that story, and I'm like, is there any part of me that does that? Because, man, when I was a kid, we, again, Pentecostal churches, proud of the fact that we didn't have any liturgy. We did the same thing every <laughs> single Sunday. We had more of a rock-solid liturgy. Mm-hmm. We might have sung the song a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like three songs, prayer, 
song, offering, special, choir. You know, I mean, it was the same deal all the time. And so we act like we don't have those. And the longer we're around religion, Mm -hmm. the easier it is for us to just subtly pick this up, pick up mantras, pick up catechisms that really substitute for, this is amazing, uh, Mm -hmm. We adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is right? the way I must say yeah. this. Yeah, oh, no, no, it's for real. Think about how we pray for people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I think about that all the time. Like, how am I, even when we're praying in church, mm-hmm. am I praying to God or am I praying so everybody's hearing so me pray? Hear it, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to impress people with a prayer. Maybe sometimes I am. I mean, I'm sure I am sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes I'm praying to instill faith in people. And yes, I know the Lord is, and I know the Lord is listening, but it's not like I'm grinding it out with God. Like I'm having a conversation with Melinda and, and I understand there are probably nuances to, to all of that. But the idea of, uh, you say this in prayer and if you don't say this in prayer and you say this over baptism, and if you don't say that over baptism and you say that over a dedication, Mm -hmm. and if you don't, and if you don't end your prayer like this, yeah. I, the ground is getting hot in here, fellas. I don't yeah, even know about like, I mean, validation right, of all that. I mean, right? mm-hmm. We're talking about stuff. Yeah. Here are some sacred cows I'm kicking around right, right yeah. now. Right? Yeah. And so these guys would be like, we adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a mantra. Yeah. Do you think you can get it right enough? I mean, that's, I think that goes back to Acts 15, right? Uh, guys, we had lots of rules that we couldn't get it right yeah. enough. And, and the chiding is, wake up, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Neither we nor our fathers were yeah. able to pull this off. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, so the insufficiency that we bring, and then I, but I think about that, and when I'm thinking about miracles and prayer and the work of the Lord and inviting the Spirit, inviting Jesus into these moments in people's lives, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what's cool? This is so encouraging. The demonic spirit said, "You know, Jesus, we know, and Paul, we know. Who are you?" Yeah, <laughs> not that they got their rear ends kicked which is just kind of, you know, funny, mm. <laughs> but, but that they're like, we know Paul and we know, we know, we know Jesus. Uh, yeah. I think what he said, what did they say? Paul, we've heard, we've heard of Paul. We know who Jesus is, but we've, and Paul, I recognize is what it's like. Yeah. And I, as I read that this time, I heard Jesus is the authority. So we know he, he we know him mm-hmm. and Paul knows Jesus. You don't know Jesus. Well, the Sanhedrin looked yeah. at the guys yeah, and said that's, it. That's, they were amazed exactly that yeah. these men had been with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the human beings were right. looking at that, mm-hmm. right? So these these demons going, you don't know Jesus, and you know you don't know Jesus, and we know you don't know Jesus. And here's so something else that's interesting. Yeah. In Acts 16, yeah. Paul is sitting with Silas, and the woman is walking behind them, you know, behold the men of God and whatever she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he lets her do it. He just lets her do it. Paul wasn't like a Wild West, guns blazing. Where's the next devil? You know, mm-hmm. He let that stuff go sometimes. But then to just step up and go, enough here. Wow, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Yeah. Without pretext, mm-hmm. pretense, mm-hmm. right? Just, just show up with a walk, Matter with, of fact a walk just, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of this stuff. Brian, again, I'm referencing a lot of Brian's message that I listened to uh, earlier today. Just uh, walking with him, right? It's a walk with it's a walk with the Lord, man. Yeah. Right? yeah. And Paul went through suffering, and Paul had struggles, and he read all that thing out of Corinthians. You know, all mm-hmm. the list of 
one night in the deep and <laughs> how many times 39 stripes and so uh, this is a, a, a very uniquely spiritual couple of uniquely spiritual stories mm-hmm. yeah. I, I really like the fact that you know just as we're talking about this these uh, pretty, is, these are Jew, they were, these are Jewish chief priests that were doing this you know like they I feel like they probably knew the word of God at the, you know, like they knew the word of God, but it's just like the power that comes with Jesus that like, that's, that's almost what we're seeing. I feel like that's what we're sealed by. Like, that's what we're like. You were known <laughs> for the mm-hmm. fact that you know his voice, like, you know, Jesus and you're sealed with his Holy spirit. And so um, just the fact that that then they see what happens, uh, they go on and it says like, that the name of the Lord Jesus was held in such a high honor that after that, like all these people just are like, let me just get rid of all my stuff. Yeah, they all started the, purifying their life. They're just like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, the transformative uh, aspect that's I need to do with my life now because I've seen this, <laughs> right? Yeah, the truth. Yeah, the truth. And the so way, I don't know yeah. if there's more to this or not, but when I was going through this earlier today, I thought, well, I heard it. It just said, uh, you know, Jesus, we know, Paul, we know. Then he gives them a beat down. They leave the house naked, bloody, whole thing. And then it says, the fear of God filled these people, right? And they sold all the things. Mm -hmm. The the, the old boy still had the demons in him, guys. (laughs) Like it wasn't like Paul showed up and said, oh, I got this now. Take care of it. And knock it out. And then there was and faith in healed and this, everybody It was that, no. that spirit said, Jesus we know. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, <laughs> he didn't even get delivered. Yeah, there wasn't no. a sermon. Just the recognition of who Jesus is yeah. started just emptying houses. I wonder if Uncle Screwtape said, you shouldn't have mentioned Jesus' name. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring that up. <laughs> you bring it, brought that up and everybody got, got, uh, got on, on track. Well, we're we're landing the plane here, guys. So, Deli, how about uh, praying over us, right? Yeah, that yeah. power, right? That's mm-hmm. and it's it's for us, right? The promises, what was Acts two? The promises to you and your children, and yeah. and I think it said all that are far, far off, off yeah, right? Yeah. As many as the Lord calls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lord, we um, we thank you for um, just the <laughs> the nuances of your. Um, your spirit that are um, perplexing, even that are uh, confusing, challenging. Um, we thank you uh, for all of that. We know that uh, the only sacred cow that we need to have in our field is you, Jesus, and uh, nothing more. That um, by knowing you and and helping us help us to be so intimate with you, so close to you that that you know, when you when somebody looks at us, they just they see you. They they see Jesus, and um, I pray that that um, that we are sealed by that, sealed by your Holy Spirit. Whatever that means, uh, right now as as people are listening and praying, um, it, it, right now in their room, in their car, um, just feel the presence of God, uh, your Spirit on them, um, and uh, just be sealed by that, um, captivated by it. Um, held tightly by it, standing in your grace by your spirit. Um, and may it just empower us, um, empower us to um, just see how great you are and how um, you are uh, king of all 
and over all and through all and in all. And uh, may everybody just <laughs> sing your praises uh, forevermore. So we thank you for it. We thank you for your goodness and your grace and your mercy um, in our lives. In your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 I didn't open up with this phrase that we often say, but given the conversation we had yeah, today, right? Jesus is the way and everything, <laughs> everything else is the conversation. conversation. We'll end with it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us today. Uh, we're so grateful to be able to walk with you through this journey, through the gospels and the book of Acts. And we are about to land the plane on the book of Acts and the, the dual books written by Luke and uh, heading in, heading into the letters in just a couple of weeks. So thank you again for joining us. And until next time, grace and peace. Take care.